All right, another episode of America's Hometown Horror, episode 26, is brought to you yet again, as the other 25 have, by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. No games here, people. No games. No games. No games. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power wash needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189. Or at shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. Their new website, that's shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's shine, T-H-R-U, window cleaning. Shine through. Shine through. Shine through. Window cleaning. Make your choice. What is up? How we doing, folks? Welcome to episode 26, number 26 of America's Hometown Horror. I am here. My name is Mike. I am joined by Andrew. What's up, guys? Otis is stealing the show with his skunk. I know. Well, I, I made the mistake to buy him a squeaky toy today, but I, I promise you, it's not going to last very long. So, the squeaky hair now, there will be no squeak later. That's good. So <laughs> That's a good thing, even though we will have to pick up all the remnants of that toy later. You've heard Andrew. We are also joined by Kat. Kat, how you doing? Hello. How's everything going? It's going wonderful. How Excellent. Are, how's everything going with you? Things are going about as okay as they can be. Great. The world seems to be burning down and all that shit, but uh, hey, we're here to bring you guys some more horror content. We have a great movie here tonight that we want to talk about. Which I am very excited about. I know my co-host Catherine is very excited about since she is going to be taking the reins and hosting tonight. Isn't yes, that right? I get to drive the bus. You Woo! love driving the bus. Beep, beep. Right you're like Sandra. Right. You're like Sandra Bullock in Speed. You love to drive that bus. And I'm Keanu Reeves. I don't think she really enjoyed driving that bus. Well, like the O'Doyle family mm-hmm. in uh, Billy Madison. O'Doyle rules. Walsh is rules. Hit a banana or whatever and fucking drive off a cliff. That's, yes. That's where you usually bring it. Right. I exactly. Like it. Yes. Guess. Yes, for sure. No offense. So, uh, with that being said, before we jump right into Saw, and I hand it off to my lovely co-host Catherine, a couple items that we want to get to really, really quick. Uh, we still have uh, the open offer if you want to give us a five-star review <clears throat> on iTunes. We will send you an American Hometown Horror, America's Hometown Horror sticker, excuse me. Uh, basically, once you give us the five-star review, just DM us on Twitter at Hometown Horror, or you can email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that you gave us a rating, and I will send you one of our super badass stickers that is still out there. Free and sticker, y'all. Free stickers, free stickers. And uh, one other thing, Andrew, I know you've been watching something pretty cool lately that we've talked about in the past, so why don't you take it over from here? Hannibal. <laughs> As a that. reminder. I was going to uh... start off with something, say something dumb, and then... But Go ahead, say what you're going to say. No. Go. So, yes. Um, used to be on, I think it was on Amazon... Right? It was on Amazon it was on Prime. Amazon for a That's while. where we watched it? I thought it was on HBO. <coughs> no, Amazon. It was. It's actually an NBC <laughs> show. It was Hannibal. Three seasons. Oh. We watched it on Amazon? Season. Yeah. 
You wouldn't think we that did. that's an NBC <clears throat> show. It's so good, though. Yeah, we didn't watch it live. I didn't know that. Netflix nope. picked it up, so now it's on Netflix. And they may, if it goes well, bring on a fourth season. I would love that. I loved that show. Yeah, the show's great. I mean, just... Uh, that show might be one of our next episodes. So, uh... Did you take or did Craig take in the villain draft Hannibal Lecter? That was Craig, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Did. Yeah. Because he took him right before me. Yeah, and you were going to take him. But I remember that uh, pretty much we asked at the time if he was. I mean, obviously, Anthony Hopkins played the most iconic Hannibal Lecter, but he was also played by Brian Cox and Mads Mickelson. Yeah, Brian Cox and Manhunter and Mads Mickelson in this ham. It's actually more like Red Dragon. Yes, exactly. That's more like exactly. A Michael Mann movie, a great movie, Good an movie. underrated movie that a lot of people haven't seen. But yeah, definitely check that out. And also check out Hannibal, which is now on Netflix, which stars Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal Lecter, who I think does as good of a job, if not, dare I say, maybe even better than um, Anthony Hopkins. He brings a little more sass to the table. Yeah. Like, he's a lot more sassy. He's like, I'm going to eat you, but first, you're going to love me. Like he's he's, like, oh, what a- he's a much more handsome man than Hannibal Lecter well, was. Well, Hannibal Lecter was as... aged a lot more. Right. right. And this also takes place in a separate... Anthony universe. Hopkins is not as nicely looking as... What's his face? As nicely guy. looking as Mad Mickelson. Although, yes. <clears throat> although, if you look at Mad Mickelson, what's great about him? Mad Mickelson. Mads. Mads Mickelson. Mads. I'm like, Mad Mickelson. Fucking Mad Hatter. Fucking. Yeah, that's what I Motherfucker <laughs> has, like, no eyes. He's got, well, he has eyes, but there's just, they're just black. He right. Looks, he looks like he's Scary. the devil. Like, there's, like something there's something wrong, wrong with him, with yeah. Begin with. Yeah. With your fucking child's haircut, yeah, and your fucking dark black eyes. What well, I think, I think the thing that I appreciate about Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal Lecter versus Anthony Hopkins is when you watch Silence of the Lambs with Anthony Hopkins, you only get to see him when he's in jail. This kind of explores the past before he actually goes to jail and his relationship with Will Graham, and you get to kind of see Hannibal in his element, and he's kind of like a a yuppie douche that yeah. loves to host dinner parties where he may or may not be serving people other people and it's kind of crazy but he, he does a great job we, playing we also, definitely, we definitely also kind of other do that people though the time. you know like, oh the second episode he's cooking long i'm like all your he's much he's much more episode. relatable in this tv show than he is in the 1991 movie which is phenomenal but i feel like you can actually you can see yourself hosting a dinner party. You can see yourself trying to buy that's the right was, bottle of wine for people, but yeah. not maybe not eating people, but that's uh, what he does. That's what I always think. I'm yeah. like, we kind of host dinner parties, and I <clears> kind <throat> of get wine that kind of goes with what we're eating. Yeah, so what I'm are like, you smoking out there? Oh, you're smoking people? No. Yeah. Oh, what? So we have, <laughs> so we, we have a, uh, we have a, we a smoker, smoke <laughs> not, not an actual cigarette smoker, but we have a smoker for meats and we do it quite often. So, uh, we do you know, lamb, we do ribs, we do sausage, wings, we chicken, do sausage. turkey, do yeah. baby back ribs. Um, I do not like from a, a baby, baby though. A no, baby. no, 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 no. That's kind of disturbing, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Kind of good if you put some barbecue sauce on Jesus it. Jesus like Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, little, uh, a nice... Little, spicy a little rub. baby. A little spicy baby. Little baby, baby. Rub on that baby's ribs. All right, so yeah, Hannibal is streaming on Netflix all three seasons. It's a phenomenal show. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. And also, while you're on there, hey, Silence of the Lambs is streaming too, the movie, which is also great. We're going to hand it over yeah, to my esteemed okay. co-host, Gato Cat, yes. to Lee talk about tonight's saying. topic du jour, which is Saw. Cat, take it away. Yes, so... All right, we get the point. So... <laughs> 
Saw is one of my favorite movies. Um, one of my favorite horror movies. One of my, I mean, I feel like I watched it when I had it on DVD in college and stuff, like forever and ever and ever. And I owned, I think I still own up to the Saw four on DVD. I might have lost Saw three somewhere along the way. I didn't see it in my DVD collection. You know what? I might have lost <clears throat> interest after Saw one. Well, we can talk about that later. That's on our agenda for later. If you want to follow along in the online, that's pretty good though. I really tried. Yes, that was that was that was a well thought out burn. (laughs) I thought so. I was proud of that one. So um, (laughs) we're gonna start with overall thoughts, and um, I don't like the ranking system that Mike usually puts into place. So you mean you mean movies in the particular year that it was released? Yes. So instead of doing that, let's just skip it. All right. Don't skip it. Well. Yeah, we can, we let can, me, can let we me, it, this is my show. Let her do her thing. It's fine. Just we can come back to it oh later. We've done 26 to. episodes and almost all of them are the same. Can we Andrew, keep doing the same thing? shut up. It's much easier. Okay, ready? So let's say, uh, did you like this movie enough to watch it again? And or would you recommend it to a friend? How's that? Who starts? Whoever wants to. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a girl thing to write, so I'll go with it. Okay. It's fine. Go ahead, Andrew. Would I... What was the question? Um, so, so, would you watch it I again? Forgot. I'm just kidding. And or would you recommend to a friend? Would I watch it again? Um, yes. I, can I answer? I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, I, I would yeah. watch it again. It's yes. a good movie. I haven't seen it in forever. Would you recommend I wanted to see Spiral, which was coming out, because that looked I know. Good. I know. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to talk about that, but, too. Right? Uh, would I recommend um, it to a friend? Yes. I would recommend it to a child, because that's a who child? I would be recommending it to. Because Andrew. if you're an adult, you have seen this movie already. This well, is the second have... time that you have recommended a very disturbing horror movie to a child. I forget what other episode no, no, you did it, but you actually you did, you did it before. No, this, was as a, this was as a joke, though. Like I if wouldn't you said... recommend this to a child, but if you haven't seen this movie, you're a child. Yes, okay. I, 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 under- oh, okay. I understand. Okay. I understand. You're not going to go up to a seven-year-old and be like, go watch Saw. Yeah. <laughs> but if they said, is Saw good? I wouldn't go, no, it's terrible. Don't the average that. person has seen this movie, even if you're not a huge horror movie fan, right, is what you're trying to say. Mm. Okay. Right. It, it takes on a whole, it's a whole own movie of itself. Like it yeah. doesn't bend to Henry. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Michael? Henry. Henri. Uh, so, yes, I would see this movie again because I saw it in theaters when it first came out and I've seen it several times since. So I will, would, and have seen it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the question. I have seen it multiple times. Yes. The, well, she asked. She asked. This is my opinion on it. So yeah, I mean, long story short, yes, I would recommend it to a friend, and yes, I would see it again, because I already have. Great. My next question was, did you see it in, th- so obviously you've seen it in theaters. Yep. I saw it when it was released in theaters. Did you, Andrew, see it when it was released Pretty in sure theaters? I yeah. I think I'm everyone kind of did. I'm 100% positive I did. Yeah. So, it was no confirmation. It was on one of those but... movies that everyone was like, oh, did you go see yeah. Saw? I'm going to see Saw. So, I was yeah. about to graduate high school when this movie came out, or I was in my senior year, and I was very into horror at that point, and seeing movies that I thought would scare the shit out of me. And I remember seeing the trailer for this movie, and I thought it looked so scary. So, yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, the trailer was... It didn't give away much either, which was kind of... Yeah. It gave away enough that you were interested, but not, like, the whole thing. That's the worst, is when a, a trailer gives too much away of a movie that's nothing worse And then you than watch that. it, and you're like, great. I yeah, I already knew what the hell was going to happen. I wasted an hour and a half of my life. <clears throat> yep. Yep. <laughs> um, the next thing I was going to ask is, technically, there is this horror subcategory of torture porn. Yep. 
Um, do you guys consider this to be torture porn in that genre as like hostile and like a couple of other? I feel like this was the beginning. The beginning of it. Like it started the torture very porn. Minim- like it's there, but it's not like now. It's like Jesus Christ. What am I fucking watching? That was very. Did you even see any of it? Right? Was that you said it earlier? What? Well, you see a lot of it. But. I would categorize torture well, you... porn as like mostly gore. Like the. The this is not is that full no. of like no. hostile. This is this is not this is not hostile. This is much more like I will talk about later. This is much more like Seven to me. This was the first. That was the movie, first movie I thought of. But not the other ones to follow. The sequels. The sequels delved very much into the torture porn genre. There, very gory, very gross. Right. Which for me personally has never been the particular type of horror that I enjoy. No. Um, I will watch them, but I, I don't like the feeling I get. Like, I remember when I saw Hostel in theaters, which I also saw in theaters. I think I did too, actually. And I happened to, uh, smoke a little marijuana before I saw this. And I was sitting in the theater with two of my buddies, literally almost having an anxiety attack because I was just waiting to watch people get tortured. And I thought to myself, why am I doing this? What is the fucking point of this? It actually wasn't as gross as I thought it was going to be. The first Hostel, I mean, it's gross, but it's not as gross as it probably, as the sequels are. Um, So yeah, Saw launched the torture porn genre. I hate that term. Anything with the word porn in front of it that's not actually pornography sucks. I hate the word food porn. I hate the word torture porn. I hate all that shit. Do you hate the word Pornhub? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I doubt it. Yes. Are you going to mention the other thing that nope, you haven't mentioned that's all no. I need to mention. So, Is yeah, I, one? I, I think nope, this... Yeah, Andrew, it Andrew, <laughs> Andrew nailed it. This kind of launched the torture porn genre, as yeah. my friend Alex Trebek would say. Yeah. But it, nece- it was not necessarily a torture porn movie, if that makes sense. 100%. No, yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. You said what I not wanted Not this to one, say. but way. to follow... Yeah, because we're talking about Saw. Right, correct. The original Saw from 2004, yes. which Kat doesn't want to talk about the other horror movies that were released that year, but that's okay, we'll move on. Go ahead. No, time out. Go ahead, Mike. No! Time no, it's okay. No, we'll, no, no, no. We'll, we'll go... Me no, and Mike will just go, yes, go no, ahead. yes, no, yes, no, yes. Ready? Go here, ahead. Here are, the, here are the notable ones from 2004. Because you had to slip it in no, there. No, because I have no emotional response to this movie that go I ahead. can go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. The yeah. Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead remake. No. 2004? Yes. Yes, sir. Not as good as this, but very good. That, they, Wait, I like that movie not so, much more, so it's yes or no? What yeah, do you I mean? Yes, have, yes. Well, yes, we've both seen I it. I love have that. Have you no. seen the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead? No. No, the, so the Dawn of the Dead remake you have not seen? No. Nope, okay. Uh, I don't think so. Catherine, The Grudge, 2004. <sighs> Saw's better. Mm-hmm, I agree. I agree. The Village, that movie stunk. Saw's better. I liked it. I liked it, but I like Saw better. But Saw is better. That was the... Beginning of the downturn for M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Uh, a classic. Shaun of the Dead, Dead is a horror comedy. Which movie would I rather watch? Shaun of the Dead. Personally, yes. I do This that. is a... Uh, That's uh, what I do. That's my thing. Shaun of the Dead you could watch any point in time. It's not some... Shaun of the Dead is a classic. Movie. A just like classic. Like just that. like this. I don't know. That's a draw for me. Uh, Van Helsing with huge, ass, huge ass man. Saw. Uh, yeah, Saw's better, and uh, Saw. yeah, that could have been a good movie, but Universal decided to fuck it up. Riding the Bullet, which was a Stephen King adaptation. Let's just skip it. Yep. Saw's better. <laughs> there you go. And finally, 
Alien versus Predator, since we were just talking about Alien. I'm all for aliens battling predators in any way, shape, or form. Saw's way better. Alien versus it Predators, is. okay. But what? But here's the thing. I would most... This is wrong, because this is a horror podcast I'm talking about. But I would rather watch... I would. What would I put on again if I had the option? I'd put on Alien versus Predator, because I'm just not really paying attention... Watching that is that's a dumb creature feature with yeah. a bunch of people getting killed by the predators and the aliens. This is a suspense thriller that is. So I agree. I think a horror movie. It's the type of movie that if someone hasn't seen it, you'd want to show it. Of course, yes, because I mean the the twists and turns and the ending, which we'll get to, I'm sure, is just phenomenal. And once like. If it, somebody ruins it for you, it's one of those movies where you're like, dude, fuck you. Like, well, yeah, that's that? It's a movie where you don't want the ending to get ruined. So, yes, that's what's from 2004. I'm sorry to hijack. <clears throat> Go on to Chlorophyll. Oh, great. Okay. So, we continue on to Saw. Let's talk about some quick facts about Saw. Okay. So, <clears throat> Sounds good. Just, like, some basics. You know, who directed it, blah, 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 blah. Actually, it was so funny because I never really knew all this stuff about Saw until I kind of looked it up um, when Mike gave me the gist of kind of what he covers normally. Um, so it was directed by James Wan, and it was written by Lee Winnell, who is actually an actor, one of the main players in yep. Saw. He's what? I forget his name in the movie. He's but He's Adam, the, the He's Adam, the guy, yeah, the other guy he in the room in besides... Room. Yeah. Is it Carrie besides, Yules or Carrie Elways? Carrie Yules. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Yes. Yules. I think it's Yules. Like Y-U-L-E-S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's uh, Sorry, Lee Winnell, Carrie Yules, who plays Dr. Gordon, right? Dr. Gordon. Um, Danny Glover plays uh, um, Detective Trap. I yep. This yeah. Okay. Yeah, can we just say um, one thing about Danny Glover? I love Danny Glover, he though. I wish amazing. I loved him in Angels in the Outfield. He was also fantastic in um, another sequel, Predator 2. Predator 2, yep. That's, that's what I, I saw And Danny Glover was phenomenal in that. <coughs> he was actually really good in this. Yeah, he was very uh, good Danny Glover this. was good. Danny yeah. Glover was Along great. with the uh, the Asian guy from Lost. What's his name? Ken uh, Lung? Yes, him. Yep, yep. Leung? Yeah. Yep, Leung. And um, Michael Emerson, I'm not... Who's Michael Emerson in this? Um, he's uh, the guy with the Z. Zeke? Zeke oh, he's Zeke. And he's oh, also from I didn't, Lost. See, I Isn't didn't know. Band? Yes, we'll Emerson, get there. Uh, Emerson. Michael Emerson was the main villain in Lost for a number of seasons. And Monica Band too. Emerson something. And... Well, there's Emerson College. Emerson Band. I don't know. Emerson. Sure. Yes. Um, Emerson Palmer. Um, Emerson Palmer. Yes, they yeah. sing "Lucky Man." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, Lucky Man. Um, who's Monica Potter? Who? Which? Who, is that Amanda? No. It might be. Mr. I'm not sure. Um, Harry Potter. Michael Emerson. And Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw. Yes. Which we will get to later. Mm-hmm. So the basic plot line of Saw is two men who awake, they find themselves chained in a large bathroom with one being ordered to kill the other or his family will die. That's a very basic plot line. Terrifying concept. Um, it was written in 2001. They tried to launch it in Australia and it failed. So they ended up going to L.A. where they ended up uh, making a shorter movie mm-hmm. for to to try and get someone to produce it. Right. Um, and they ended up shooting a low-budget short film for that. So in 2003, Evolution Entertainment attached themselves to this movie and they formed a horror genre production label called Dollar. Twisted Pictures. Twisted Pictures, yep, yep. <clears throat> so the film was given a small budget of 1.2 million 
And they were, the whole movie was shot in 18 days. I mean, even in 2004, that's a micro budget. 1.2 million. Yep. Especially considering, you know, you mentioned James Wan and Lee Whannell, who are both famous horror directors and screenwriters at this time. I mean, James Wan went on to do Insidious and The Conjuring. Lee Whannell did The Invisible Man. He did that movie Upgrade that came out a few years ago. He's done a bunch of other stuff. So, like, back... This is their jumping off point. So, it's just amazing that this was made for that low of a budget. Well, it was his feature debut. Correct. It was. Um, So, it was released. Should have saved that for, like, your second, though. No, yeah, because you make a lot more money off of them. I guess. Potentially. Um, It was released in 2004 by Lionsgate. Mm. And it performed way better than they thought at the box office, and they grossed more than $100 million worldwide, and becoming, at the time, one of the most profitable horror films since Scream. I mean, that's, that's not a surprise to me. I feel yeah. like back in t- October of 2004, everybody was going to see this movie. See, when you yes. say since Scream, though, it loses substance when it's Well, Scream now. is in the 90s. Well, that's know, like but... 10 years later. Then all yeah, of a sudden, no, Saw comes good. up, and this that's is just like shows the how much next... junk there was in between. Yes. There was a lot of junk in between. Um, so it was also re-released in October 2014 to celebrate its 10th anniversary. And then Saw 2, the first of the many movies of Saw, was released the next year in 2005. So yeah. I think they decided that it was going to be they a sequel the minute they realized it was going to be a hit. They yeah, were like, let's keep you? going. Every October <laughs> after the first Saw yeah. If you went to the movies, what did you remember? It'd be another they were saying, saw movie. there's another Saw movie coming. October 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008. There always was a new one, which was where this franchise kind of lost me. But I know we're on the first one, so I will reserve that thought. Okay. So, let's start into spoiler territory. Um, the spoiler! First... Spoiler! Spoilers! Um, <clears throat> first opening scene is the most interesting because I just think it's... Terrifying! It opens in the dark. Guess ever had Obviously. deja vu. Deja vu, yeah. Let's Are you having deja vu? We talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, we did about four days ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We, we, did. we tried. This is soft two point oh. That's okay though. Yeah, I time, time that. again. In my mind, all of a sudden, I was like deja vu, and then I was like, oh, I remember. I was like, we also podcast a lot, so it could just be deja vu from like weekly. No, it was from the other day. Okay, well, I'm just kidding. Fair enough. Maybe. So, let's talk about the opening scene. So, Adam, the photographer, we find out, um, he op- he wakes up in this gross, full bathtub, like, underwater, and he's chain- he has chains on his ankle, and he just, like, wakes up, and he's, you know, what the hell is going on, blah, 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 he's freaking out, and across the room is Dr. Gordon, Dr. Lawrence Gordon, Gordon. who's an oncologist. Carrie Ewells. he wakes up in the same manner, but he's not in a bathtub, he's just awake. Um, also is there's a corpse between them in the middle of the room that's holding a revolver and a micro cassette recorder, which is and it a looks like his, his brains it have looks, been blown yes, out. Yes, it looks like his brains have blown it's out. He is like, like if you saw him, yes, yeah. we'll get there. That was one of my notes. Clue. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, this he definitely appears dead. I mean, they they don't know how long they've been in there. I mean, it's as if you woke up in the middle of a nightmare. Um, Sounds like it. And both of the men have tapes, little tiny micro cassette tapes in their pockets. Um, and then Adam ends up retrieving the recorder from the dead man. And it's almost like they plot this whole scene as like an escape the room thing. 
Like, nowadays, like, obviously back then they didn't have these escape the room things. But now, that would be a terrifying escape the room. Like, if you... Uh, well, well, like, to what extent you were like, you <laughs> Exactly. But it's, I mean... It's funny you say that because there actually is a Saw escape the room in Las Vegas. Is there? Oh, my there God. Is. I would be... Well, I mean, I know how to get out since I've seen the movie, mm-hmm. but I mean... I don't know how intense it is, you know, having watched some of the movies. That's but absolutely terrifying. I'd be scared. I was going to say, what are, your, what are your thoughts? That would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've actually ever done it. I mean, I would love to do that. We've only done one or two Escape the Rooms before, and I... We did I would only want to do it with one other person and be like, who's smarter? I I (laughs) think that, like, when we first did it, we didn't really know what to do. Yeah, and we were with too many people And there were, like, another group with us, and, like, it was, yeah, it was way too That's what it should be. Yeah, they were were bossy, and they were doing all the... Because all you need to get a, uh, if you have one female, one male, you got every, if you have eight people in the room, you're going to get the, you're going to boil it down to one. Yeah. Right? I I, I would think so. I don't know. I mean, the way that I'm looking, it's like a puzzle. But anyways, um, so you guys both, you know, thoughts, general thoughts about the opening scene. That's, that's good. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it, I mean, what, yeah. what a what You're a instantly interesting. What an absolute nightmare happen. of a situation to wake up into. Right? Yeah. Carrie Yules is so pale in that whole movie. Hmm. So. He looks like a skeleton. Oh, he looks. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm looks like, tough. You were in the Princess Bride. This is. What <laughs> and now this is what you've become. Especially That's after he fantastic. mutilates himself, then he's <clears throat> even more pale. But oh, we'll wow. get to that. Yeah. Um. So let's move on to the tapes. So. Each person has a different tape with a different message as part of Jigsaw's games. Um, Adam's tape is telling him that he needs to escape, and Dr. Gordon's tape is saying that he needs to kill Adam by a certain time or else someone is going to kill his family. So that's why he's telling him to escape, because you're well, going to die. Right. And, but, I mean, at the same time, these guys are in the same room, like, playing these tapes, and I, I think that they can hear each other. Like, yeah. you I don't know how you couldn't. Guess what? Here's the idea. <laughs> I got an idea. I heard your tape. You heard mine. I'm not going to do any of that. Let's just sit here and wait and see what he does. Right. Because what's he going to do? What yeah. would he have actually done at the end of that movie? Like, I forget what was real. Trap them down there so they both die, maybe? Right. But that's, well, let's I would, get I would to do that. that. I would do that over the other options. True. So, the underlying theme of the movie is that almost every character that's in this movie has their own tape and they're involved in the game in some sort of way. They have some sort of flaw in Jigsaw's eyes. Yes. But what do you guys think? Like, what if someone knew all of that shit? What if you were in that situation? Like, what if all of a sudden you found a tape? You don't even need to be changed in a room, but if you found a tape, like a little tape, and you put it in a tape player and someone just knew all of the shit about you? I would just start stabbing everybody. And then I won. (laughs) You're all dead. He can't kill me now. They're all dead. Uh, that's what I would, that would be the best. If ever in that situation, that's what you should do. Just stab everybody. Some wisdom for you. All right. Because you're fair, better off doing that than the other option. Fair enough. You'll just end up in jail. And then, then you go to you jail and you stab go, everyone there. Fair enough, Darling. Fair enough. Fair enough. Locked me in a basement. Oh, my God. Well, I think this is what makes this movie super scary, right? Is. How the hell you does he know? Envision all yourself about you. in this situation. What would you do right. in this situation? How would you react? What would, and what I would really you do? do? I would cower in the corner. Of course, like a loser, and yeah. cry for about five hours. And I like, Which is what I feel like the majority of people would do. But I mean, when you essentially are being told, like Doctor Gordon is, that your entire family is going to die unless you act. 
if you're a family man, you kind of have to act there. It's uh, I you kinda never you have to don't. I'm not cutting off my leg. I kind of have to Fuck don't. That. First off, you're <laughs> never gonna get. Wait, it. we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Well, that's what. Yeah. You're gonna get there. I don't know. That's what makes this movie scary to me because <laughs> this was the type of movie tanks. where I, the entire time, in all of the scenarios that are presented, which I know you're gonna get to, yes. I was thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, would I be able to survive to get out of these? And I don't know that I would, which makes it even I more horrifying. I, I, I think most people would not, even right. though most of the people in these scenarios do, right. which is. And, oh, not most, some. Well, well, I think most people have animal instincts. At we'll some point, also you're get to just the get point down of to basic live or die situation. That's like how I feel about coronavirus. Yes, you live or you die. Right. Mm. Okay. Aggressive. <laughs> so let's talk about where they are in the room where most of the story takes place. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, it's huge. It's all white tiles. It's like subway tiles. There's a bathtub, there's two toilets, two urinals, three vanity basins, like little sinks. It does feel like a subway basin. It's weird, yeah. Um, Yeah, There's wall mirrors and there's three showers. Like, I mean, who, what would they be using this? This is like a locker room with no, it's an open locker room. This is a torture chamber. It looks like one. It's a torture chamber. Yeah. It's like he bought this space and built it. Anyone that would go to the bathroom in that place is a loon. Absolute (laughs) lunatic. No fucking way. I love these bright lights Mm. blasting my face. And they see at one point that when they break the mirror that there's a two-way mirror and there's a camera behind it. So someone's watching them. That's never been done before. Right. It has. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the weird thing is, is like not even is what the hell is this room, but like it, it's it's in the middle of this whole underground tunnel network. So like there's one door, one big heavy door in between this room and the rest of this tunnel network that they can access through like the building upstairs and like there's this whole other tunnels that lead to all these other places. So like... In the other saws, they end up at one point in this room, and they see right. what ultimately happens to Adam and Dr. Gordon in this room when they open the door. Well, see, and that's one of those things that you don't find out until the sequels. Right. And I you feel... You knew that was going to be uh, the case at the end yeah, of the Yeah, prop. I mean, maybe. You never know what's going on. But for me, I feel like this one guy to have this underground collection of rooms and tunnels, that kind of... That's it. it took away from the suspense of the well, first movie for me. There's yeah. one person that could do that. It's H. H. Bruce Holmes. Wayne? H.H. H. Holmes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With his fucking chambers. So, obviously, thoughts about Never the mind. room. <laughs> you guys are giving your thoughts about the room right now. It's creepy as fucking. Yeah. Who the hell would want to do it? And could you blah, imagine, blah, blah, though? Because you said it's the heaviest door you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine if it was fucking. So it's a saw setup, but Leatherface comes in and slams. I was literally well, just going to say, gonna what, say, what's it's what's a better scene? The same. Is it when uh, Jigsaw gets up out of the middle of the room and at slams the, the door the, shut, at the or end of when the movie? it's Leatherface? That's it's yeah. pretty. It's because that's the most fucking pig squeal, smash, <laughs> hammer, crunch, yep. fucking slam. Like, yeah, that's the most like horrifying scene I've ever. Because I'm like, he was just alive, and now he's dead, real mm-hmm. quick. And it's like just some. Oh, hey, he did, folks. How we doing? Like walking down the road. And they just went wind up the wrong place. That's more terrifying than anything Saw is. Because, yeah. Yeah, Saw is interesting, but I don't think some guy with cancer is going to pull this shit off. But you don't know, you don't know, like, they don't know any of that. Without doing No one it, knows but, any of that until, like, way later. At this point in the movie franchise, yes, nobody right. knows it. Yes. <clears throat> Continue. Um. So, let's move on to items. Can we move on for the next thing? Yeah. Um. The items in the room and the things that they find along the way. So, each of them have a tape. Uh, there's a tape player slash recorder. Um, there's a brand new 
Can I have a guess? What? At what? I'm going to guess What's that guess? one of them finds a saw. Um, they find two saws. Two saws. See, I thought that that would you be a better name. Two saws, dude. No. Saws. <laughs> saws was saws. So saws was saws. Let's just start over. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no start. Anyways, over. you gotta roll with this. So they have the tape player recorder. Um, there's a brand new clock on the wall, which they notice because everything else in the room is freaking gross and all of a sudden you see this brand new clock so then they're like oh well they want us to know what time it is um no, that a re- reminds me of, i bet it reminds mike of the same thing what the clock on the wall clock on the wall not Who? that black mirror in episode. the bathroom there's a brand new clock on the wall and oh oh sure yeah, yeah sure 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 with the, the john ham episode yeah. yes go ahead are you talking about Black Mirror? Yeah, yes. I was going into other. I was like, why are you? Why is this? I know. I'm talk- Anyways, I was comparing clocks. Um, it's fine. there's a bag that Adam finds in the toilet, and he's like digging in this pile of poop, and then the guy like sees the little heart on the. Doctor Gordon sees the little heart like on the, the toilet, unit or whatever. Right. And then he's like, "Oh, I wish I looked there first. And he reaches into the toilet, like on the. Top. Oh my god, I'm blanking on the name of that. Um, yeah, the top of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. Either. And he pulls out like top of the hub. Top no. of the hub. Yeah, top he of the pulls toilet. Up, he pulls out two chainsaws, but they're not chainsaws. They're like hand saws. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, what are you they're not chainsaws. Yeah, never mind. You couldn't never have mind. said they're hand. Okay, they're hand saws. They're, they're definitely hand-saws. never were. They're meant to not to saw them out of their chains, but to cut off their feet. They realize later. Oh, right. Um, chainsaws. You didn't even realize the pun. Uh, they find pol- Polaroid pictures of Doctor Gordon's family that's all tied up, um, which Doctor Gordon finds, and he finally thinks that like actually his family's in danger. This is like his first sense of like. Oh my god, they actually have my family. And he finds a box that contains two cigarettes, a lighter, and a one-way cell phone. Wow. And he finds that in the wall that X marks the spots, whatever, because they're listening to their tapes, and there's all these little hidden messages in the tape. It's not just like, Dr. Gordon, you need to kill Adam or your family dies. Like then there's yeah, all these things cryptic. that say like inside it says like follow your heart. And it says like X, X marks, marks the, the spot. spot Dr. Of the- Gordon. Yes. Like I yeah, mean, yeah, so of then course. They, like, turn off the lights, and there's this, like, black light X on the wall. So he pounds on the wall, and he can find this, like, that's why it's, like, an escape the room thing. It's, like, they're following all these little messages. They're, like, re-listening to these tapes a billion times and whatever. Um, But doesn't it feel like Clue? Like, I feel like, with all the items and stuff, like, yeah. And, like, who's done it with what or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, So that leads pretty much into... Yes. uh, Kind of. I wish that we. Yeah, I know. We, yeah. Guess who kidnapped your family? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. So Mattel <clears throat> busted out. The next portion. This kind of actually leads nicely into this. So everyone is connected. Yep. Through flashbacks. So, what other? I'll I'll start with a discussion about other movies with flashbacks and flash forwards that you guys have seen before i know one of mine is mm-hmm. lost that's which, what i was gonna say which lost. zep is in yep the orderly who's also in saw who i hate i hate ben i'll leave it at that because yeah. <laughs> he just makes me so mad i think of like memento i think of uh i mean what other movies are there with 
flashbacks and Deja flash vu. forwards. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, um, that's the one I would think of. No, Memento. Memento, yeah. Yeah, that movie's great. Of course, no one won. There was another one. <clears throat> Minority Report, kind of, but that's more like... Yeah, that's a good one. With your boy Colin Farrell on mm-hmm. Minority Report. Nice. Jeez. I think I've seen that like once. I feel like there's a lot more. Tom Cruise and Colin Farrell <clears throat> together in, in a Steven Spielberg movie. So, nice choice if people haven't seen it. Go ahead. Yes. So, I'll say that this <clears throat> Saw is also notorious for flashbacks and flash forwards. Um, which I didn't, I, I mean, I think about it, but it's not one of the movies that I kind of think about first, I guess. But when I yep. was thinking, when I rewatched it, I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks. And it shows how everyone is connected, which is a baseline for almost all of the Saw movies. Like, everyone in every game is connected somehow, and they don't tell each other how they know each other because it's not by any good way. So, like, Dr. Warden and Adam were both abducted by the pig mask guy. So they have that in common. But also, Dr. Warden knows Jigsaw because he had a conversation with him about his terminal cancer because he's an oncologist. So he already knew Jigsaw um, but didn't really think anything of it. But the detectives found one of Dr. Gordon's pens at one of Jigsaw's games. Right. And they actually interviewed him. And they interviewed him. To think he was a suspect, right? Which yeah. we will talk about later on. So, as I said, Dr. Gordon had a conversation with Jigsaw about his terminal cancer Blah, 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 blah. So they're connected there. Um, looks like a piranha, doesn't it? <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. Otis finally <laughs> finished does, his though. squeaker, and now it's in pieces it on our podcast table. like a piranha. That's so, a piranha. Yes. <laughs> That's why you don't hear the squeak anymore. So um, after the pen light, you know, so we found out that Jigsaw and Dr. Warden know each other. We find out that Zep is actually one of Dr. Warden's orderlies in the same hospital that has Zep is in the same hospital as Dr. Gordon, and he is actually holding, he's the one that's holding his daughter and his wife capture in their house, just coincidentally, as part of Jigsaw's game. Um, Adam then reveals to Dr. Gordon that he knew, at one point in the movie, he says to Dr. Gordon, I was hired to take pictures of you because I knew you were having an affair. So he said that he knew that he had an affair with him. So he knew him when he saw him in the same room. But he wasn't so quick to say that he knew him because of that. Um, and he was det- he was hired by Detective Tapp to take pictures of them together. Because he had been stalking Gordon because he was convicted. He was convinced that he was Jigsaw. So forever, Tapp, this Detective Tapp, who's played by Danny Glover... Um, was obsessed to the point where he actually got discharged by the police because he was obsessed with the Jigsaw case. And he thought that it was Dr. Gordon, and he just followed him everywhere. He hired Adam to take pictures of him wherever he went, so Adam knew that he was having an affair with his medical students. It was all these things. So all these people are connected. Gordon, Dr. Gordon also met Amanda because the detectives brought him in when Amanda was the only one who survived one of Jigsaw's first games. Right. Mm. Which was the reverse bear trap, which we will get to in detail in a minute. Mm-hmm. But um, Dr. Gordon sat there and listened to Amanda's whole story because 
the detective said, like, are you absolutely sure that you're not Jigsaw? Why don't you sit and listen to this girl's story? And, like, so he knew who she was, which was very weird. Because Amanda ended up being, like, Jigsaw's, like, protege. Accomplice. Yeah, Yeah. protege. That's a good word for it. Yep. So, do you guys want to talk about the games? Sure. The games that Jigsaw plays? Let's talk about the games. The games. So, let's talk about the reverse bear trap. That was the first one that Amanda was in who survived. Yeah. Arguably the scariest one, in my opinion. Rip your head open. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. So, she was the only survivor of any one of Jigsaw's games to date, as of Saw 1. So, this reverse bear trap is this big whomping thing on her head. And she has, like, things in her mouth and stuff. And she, like, wakes up in this chair with everything stuck in her. And she sees this thing project on a screen. And it shows her tape. And it says, blah, 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 blah. Um, she had to kill a man. to once, once she got out of, once she was physically out, once she was physically able to get out of the chair that she was sitting in, she had to kill a man that was on the floor who was alive to get the key from inside of his intestines. Well, that would obviously be the only way you could kill somebody is if they no, were no, alive. No, no, no. But he was alive and, like, squirming but, like, couldn't move. Like, I get that. Yeah. He, he was, was, like, paralyzed. Helpless yep. Yeah, he and was just, like, like a staring into space, like, smiling. And, like, she had to kill. It was, it was she awful. Just did it. It's, she it's just another one of those things, like, would you be able to do this would if you, you were in that this? scenario? Right. Like, this... This woman actually did it. She fucking got out of the chair. Within the amount of time. Got the key right now, out of the guy's stomach. Watching, everybody would do it. If nobody can record and see what you're doing. We'd Interesting all do point. It. We would all just murder each other. I don't know. I guess I never you thought of you, that. I mean, I guess you'd, you'd do what you want to do to survive if you yeah. want to survive. Are you going to die or survive? Right. Yeah. We would all would just be murdering each other. <laughs> if no one was watching. As Sly Stallone says in one of the most recent Rambo sequels, when you're pushed, killing's as easy as breathing. So the next game um, that was in this movie was the Razor Wire Maze. Ugh. Um, yeah. Did you guys remember that game? Oh yeah, this one sucks too. Oh, they all suck, but this it's one's... A, it's a very kind of like obese man who yeah, you have to slide has like to cut himself um, through this razor wire trap within a certain amount of time. And it's like, how much blood will you shed like to get because to the other side? So he has a, there's a, where he is and the door out, he has two hours to get from where he is to the door through and razor through, wire. Through razor wire. Through, like, barbed wire. And so, basically, so, if I remember correctly, he is covered in some sort of flammable nope, jelly? that's the next person. That's a separate game. That's my next game. Oh, okay. Never mind. You're I got them confused. Confusion. Um, uh, you confuse yeah. us? He's entirely naked um, and was trapped in the room with the door leading out on the other side. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, and the fenced-in area between him and the door was filled with razor wire. And he had to find his way through the wire in order to get to a hole in the fence that led to the exit door. Yeah. But he was a very large man. Yeah, like and he was there was never a gonna billion. There's, yeah, mm. there was a billion. Never going to make it. You're going to have to fucking oh, hurt So himself. after you know, two hours. I mean, there's, there's a reason they have razor wire on top of fences at prisons and places they don't want you to right. get into because it fucks you up. So it was like, how much blood would you shed to get to the door? Stay alive. 
Um, but to lead into the the last and final game that was in Saw One was the flammable jelly. Do you remember what the film flammable jelly was? So it was a man. Was he wrestling pigs? No. No, there's pig mask in this. Um, so it was a man who was covered. Um, it took place in a dark room, and it was only lit by a small candle that was in the center of the room. It's almost like Game of Thrones ish, you know. Mm. Uh, not that you know what Game of Thrones Game of Thrones is because you don't watch it, but that's okay, Andrew. Too bad the end of your show sucked. Um, it did not suck. No. Well, Andrew watched the first three seasons and then watched the final season and skipped like the best seasons. Oh well, that's to be that's just yes, weak sauce. Um, so the victim was completely naked and he had a flammable substance smeared all over his body, like petroleum jelly, pretty much. And, um, he had a slow acting poison also that was coursing through his bloodstream, which Jigsaw is pretty known for his poison that he puts into people. I've a realized. slow coursing poison. You know what he says all the time. Which I doubt you've ever seen is the abominable Dr. Fives, the Vincent Price no, there's never like seen two it. or three of them from like the '60s, and he's uh, you just gotta watch it. You talking? Are you talking Jigsaw or? I'm talking same thing with pulsing through their veins. Like it's a coursing through their veins. It's a very <laughs> fucked up. Like he's a doctor. When you have that much slow coursing poison, you need to be veins. closer when you say that. Like you have no choice but to kill yourself. Yeah, yes. Essentially, yes. So um, the only antidote was hidden inside a heavy safe that was in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And to open it, the victim had to find the right combination on the wall. And on the walls, when he went to yeah, go to the wall, right. it that's was just right. all numbers. Yep. So he would have almost been better putting the candle on top of the safe and just fucking moving it around and listening for a click. Then he would probably have, what like, I would have done. I mean, then like looking at all of the com- it was all numbers. The whole wall, all the walls were just go, numbers. The combination is on the wall. The combination exactly. is on the wall. The combination is on the wall, and it's all fucking numbers, so I'd be like, well, fuck this. I'm fuck just gonna you, go dog. until I feel a click, First and then off, I'm gonna keep going, because that's just ridiculous. This ain't a game. I mean, is it completely in the dark? He, there's no, why would you even bother going, you're covered in flammable jelly, and, oh, sorry, I meant, I meant to mention this. Um, when you walk around, it's all shards of glass. Right. Yeah. On the floor. Yeah. So just so you have poison in your system, you're covered in flammable jelly, and it's when you walk around, there's shards of glass all over the floor, yeah. and you're like, no does this guy really I, have a I'd chance? Probably like, just really? say my time is up. Pass. It's been just, a great I run. I would just be What's like, I'm just gonna sit I die. here. Well, that's when you just sit at the safe and you just listen for the clicks because it's quiet as fuck mm-hmm. in there. All you do is sit there and you listen for the clicks. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Arguable um... to say that probably the best <laughs> scenario to be in might be the scenario that Adam and Dr. Gordon are in because they're not uh, about to be on fire and don't have a no, huge instead, thing on their face. Instead, and... they'll die a slow and painful death in a dark room with each I, other. I think I'd rather saw my foot off than do any of those things. I think at that point, if you, I saw, had you saw something off and just I like, think if I had yourself. to choose out of any of these options, I told you, and I told you once, I'm sitting in the corner. I'm not doing any of yeah. this. I'm just going to go, this is fucked. I'm going to die. I've seen this movie. I know what's going to happen. I'm not doing yeah. that. Yep. So, um, have you guys seen the um, <laughs> If Jigsaw Was Your Coworker 
or if Jigsaw was yes. her roommate, those yes. like little shorts. Yep. Cause... Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Those are fantastic YouTube videos. I, one of my favorites. I love the coworker one because it's like, so would you guys, I just chained all you guys together underneath the conference table and it's like, Will you work all weekend and synergize? Synergize. <laughs> yeah, the videos, if you haven't seen them, they're hilarious. The The whole thing is just pretty much the uh, Billy the Puppet from the Saw movies at an office or as somebody's roommate. It's so funny. And the whole time he's just talking in the show, the Saw voice. Like, oh. And it's, he's just, it's like the stupidest things. Like, it's, people just like roll their eyes at him and he's like, <laughs> like Jigsaw leans over the cubicle and is like, I just put a bunch of pornographic images on your computer. So-and-so that you have a crush on is about to walk by your computer. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Can you do enough clicks on your deadly mouse? And it's, like, covered in, like, <laughs> like pink, thumb, like, thumb, thumb tacks. Tacks And you're just sitting there, and you're like, are you serious right yeah. now? Like, yeah. <laughs> they're so annoyed. It's awesome. I love the in the roommate one. I've done this a couple times already tonight. But in the roommate one, where basically it's, it's the Jigsaw with... A guy and his girlfriend, and they're all sitting on the couch together, and he they're just, like, looking at him like, uh, are you, like, going to go away? And all of a sudden, he just, like, throws his arms up. He's like, the wine in your glass has been replaced by the blood of a three-toed sloth. <laughs> and they go, yeah. it's so funny. It's they're, awesome. they're great. It's awesome. Maybe we'll include the uh, YouTube links to those videos in the show oh, description. Oh, we should. We yes. should give them some love. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So, a little bit about Jigsaw um, as a villain. So his name, his fiction, his uh, his name in Saw is John Kramer. Besides Jigsaw, that's what his name actually is, like in real movie movie life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's played by Tobin Bell. That's correct. Um, and he made his premiere in the first Saw, but he was also in Saw Two, Saw Three, Saw Four, Saw Five, Saw Six, Saw Three D, and Jigsaw. And was he said to be in? So the, safe uh, to say, every Saw movie. Yeah. Okay. Safe to say he's the only famous Tobin that's ever. Been. Yeah, maybe. Awful um, name. It has been so. There's not a lot known about Spiral. I was gonna say because we that was was yeah. he gonna be in that? So we talked about Spiral in one of our episodes a while back. The trailer came out. It looks awesome. It stars Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson as two cops that partner together, and they're basically trying to find a serial killer that's targeting cops. And I, this movie looks awesome. And of course, it got delayed by the coronavirus, like every fucking thing else. Um, there has been no indication as to whether or not this is a reboot or a sequel several years after the fact. No clue as to whether or not Tobin Bell's going to appear in this. So we're not sure. I would love to see Tobin Bell in that, I think. Sure, he's going to cameo. I would, yeah. I mean, well, how could I mean, you not? Couldn't they take that same movie, Saw, and make it as two black cops trying to figure out a crime? And it's Saw. Like, of course. Re- well, that, uh, that that's, that's what they were going to do. Apparently, it was actually done. written by Chris Rock as well, which is cool. So, nice. yeah. So, I wanted to get into a little bit about his character. That's um, It's kind of interesting because he's just a... He's, he's an interesting villain with kind of a deep kind of soul in a weird way. A deep soul. I mean, I don't know what to say. He's kind of a dickhead. Yeah, well, he's a dickhead, but I mean... Because he kills people. When you kind of see his background, so he's a former civil engineer, and he's dying from an inoperable frontal lobe tumor. Um, So he had a suicide attempt once he realized he had terminal cancer. And after his suicide attempt, he found a new appreciation for life and decided to dedicate the rest of his life to inspire others 
by testing their will to live. So this is their this is his fucked up way of killing people, but he trying his, to or arguably trying to help people, not even trying to kill exactly. people. Exactly. So yeah. it's kind of a psychological well, it takes people. It's so, a what, psychological way because, like, Amanda this. lives because she had so, the will to live. I'm she sorry, killed if I'm someone else. Though, but he presents all these people in these terrible situations, right? And how fucked up their life is, and what's wrong with Doctor Gordon? Like, you're a fucking doctor, and you're married. Like, he's an life. adulterer, uh, and apparently, he just didn't think he gave him what a fair enough shot at life. He yeah. didn't really give so. him the right treatment. Yeah. That type yeah. of that thing. Seems petty as fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how many people are adulterers, and you pick Doctor Gordon? Apparently, but oh, to, he to me, he, he in, said, "I'm he sorry, you're going to die." Yeah. He was in his life, so yeah. he became so a victim. Up. So this, I don't, this, I can't relate with this asshole at all. This, right. this to me is where this movie compares most with seven yeah right because you know kevin spacey's an asshole i already talked about this so i picked him in my our horror villain fantasy draft uh but he's a great villain in seven and he picks people that you wouldn't necessarily think are villains some of them are scumbags but some of them are random people and that's what john kramer is doing and saw he's right. picking random people to have some sort of final message before he crosses on right? right and that's what that's what john doe and seven is doing that's where i feel like these i mean you can't watch both these movies and not draw parallels oh of course yeah so totally. for me that was the biggest parallel was between the two killers right i agree yeah because his and by the way seven is a better movie than this there's yes. no question about it but uh it is 100 yeah not even in doubt what do you think um. She well, this po- this podcast isn't about seven; it's about Saw. So, let's which means you like Saw better, which is fine. Um, That's totally fine. We're all entitled to our opinions. Keep moving. Go ahead. So he um, would have his victims forced to inflict pain upon themselves or upon others to escape, depending on whatever they thought. You know, he thought was appropriate, and um, he did that through his games or his tests. Mm-hmm. Um. So whatever type of game or test he created for them, he created specifically for them, and it was symbolic of what he perceived as a flaw in each person's moral character of life. So they're all customized. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, like, I mean, I I don't remember exactly This guy must have a long cancer diagnosis if he's building all these traps and all these games and everything. He must uh, have a while to live. Right. For supposedly having an inoperable brain tumor. So also he was... Also, you have to suspend disbelief a little bit for this movie. Just a little. Yeah. So he was given the name Jigsaw because of the puzzle-shaped chunk of flesh he would take from each one of his victims. Mm. And that's how the detectives kind of put together that he was the ultimate like, killer behind because he left his little wet bandit trademark. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. With the wet bandits. Um, so through the first movie... We don't really know who Jigsaw is. We're trying to guess who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Detective Tap thinks that it's Dr. Gordon. Dr. Gordon. Towards the end of the movie, Dr. Gordon and Adam think that it's Zepp because Zepp is obviously, once Dr. Gordon is talking to Zepp, he's like, oh my God, you're my orderly and blah, blah, blah. You're Jigsaw. Oh my God. So he. Also, because Michael Emerson, the guy from Lost, could be one of the creepiest yes, looking people on Earth. He's super creepy. He's he like just a, looks like a villain. He's like a big elf. Yep. He's just weird looking. Um, what do you guys think of him overall as a villain? Do you, do you think he's like a 
scary dude, like, throughout everything? I mean, do you find him scary? I find him a petulant bitch. <laughs> He's honest. a bitch, all right? Yeah, big fucking what do you, baby. What do you... Oh, I'm dying, so I'm going to be a dick to everybody else. Well, that's fucking rude. Like, I can't relate with him at all. Like, fuck that guy. That's what I think about him. Okay. I'm a civil engineer. Why am I dying? I don't know, because you're a fucking person. You're dying. I don't care. I, for me, I understand his motives, but... And at least he's sick. But I, I, again, I can't help but draw comparisons to Seven because he's trying to teach a lesson. Seven did it better. It's a better movie. But for me, I almost think the more lasting horror villain of the Saw franchise is not actually Jigsaw himself, but Billy, the puppet on the tricycle. That's the first time in Saw when he comes out in the tricycle, (laughs) which I don't know how the fuck he did it. Again, suspend disbelief. That scared the absolute fucking bejesus out of me. When they show the girl in the reverse bear trap and she gets out of it, all of a sudden the door opens and Billy the Puppet comes tricycling in very slow and he comes in and he just mouths everything that Jigsaw is saying. It's super That scared creepy. the fucking shit out of me. I Honestly, that was one of the... Yeah, that's pretty Yeah, that, that, that really scared me. I don't really know how else to describe it. That really... I was like, what the fuck is fucking going on yeah. here? Like, you almost thought it was something supernatural at first because, like, you don't know what's going on with Jigsaw. You don't know what's going on with the puppet. Is somebody controlling the puppet supernaturally? Is something, like, I, I, I was just thrown for a fucking loop with that. And, yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. So let's talk about the end and the big twist. Yes, let's, 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 um, let's. I'm that's excited. The, that's the best part of the movie. So let me talk first, and then you guys can talk after. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the beginning of the end. So the detectives find Jigsaw's warehouse from one of the videotape from Amanda's game. They, like, track it down or whatever. So, um, but ultimately they save a man from a drill that was, like, one of his other games that was in there. But Jigsaw ultimately escapes, and he ends up killing uh, Singh, which is the other detective. Yep. And he slashes the other shotgun to the face. Throat. Yeah, and Danny Glover gets fucking knifed across but the throat. We yep. find out later on he survives, which I feel like is kind of cool. Inspired fucking True Detective season one. That's I mean, what I mean. I was saying. I was like, it's kind of like True Detective in a sense too, because yeah. there's the detectives trying to True find, Detective like, it's... wipes its ass <clears throat> with this movie. Okay, well, I didn't say it's just like it, but I mean, it's it has similarities in some senses. <laughs> it's Anyways, not even fucking close. So, then let's talk That's about true. the twist. Season one, at least. No, yes. Let's talk about the twist. <clears throat> so, pretty much, Dr. Gordon is on the phone with his family, and he can hear gunshots in there, and they're screaming, and he loses reach of his cell phone, and desperation, he saws off his foot. Which is one of the biggest scenes in the movie where it's so graphic and gross that he ties the the, the tourniquet is around it, his... Is it, though? Is it really graphic and gross? Yeah. I mean, I find... You see it, him initially saw into his foot. And then you see him... And you, I guess... No, you see his face. So we watched a, a behind-the-scenes... We watched a behind-the-scenes thing the other night about Saw. And... Essentially, when you see that, it shows him saw into his foot. But it shows it his shows face. blood start to come out, and then it goes away, and then it cuts right to his face. 
You know he has a tourniquet on his leg. You know but then you that he is so the, insane that he's going right. to go they through do with that this. Because it's cheaper. Exactly. Exactly. Because they had a low budget. Film. But yeah. but you know this movie is gory. Scene, it's still any movie they can give that gore without you seeing it succeed. You've you've won. This movie is gorier than most of the other movies of this type. But this movie makes you imagine more than what you actually see because you don't actually see. Anything? The bear trap going off. You don't actually right. see the guy getting burned alive. Like, you, like you the next few you do, which I feel like differentiates this movie from the sequels. Yeah. From yeah, and again, we talked about whether or not it falls into torture porn. I feel like this does not take as much not, delight not this, in gore one. and torture as some of the other quote unquote torture porn movies do. So yeah, but I know we were talking about the ending. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No. So then, um, Doctor Orton shaves off his foot. Shaves. Sha- shaves. He has. It goes for a nice. He nice saws shave. off his butt. He saws off his butt. Um, Uses the title instrument. Later on, Zepp ends up entering the bathroom in order to kill Doctor Gordon because he didn't play by the rules. And at that point, Adam and Doctor Gordon both think that Zepp is Jigsaw. So Adam, he like so Zepp is near Adam, and Adam takes one of the the tops of the toilet and bludgeons him to death because he thinks yeah. he's Jigsaw. Then he reaches into Zepp's pocket and finds a, a fucking tape. tape! Yep. And he's like, oh my god. The look of he's, horror on his face when he pulls that tape out. I just killed this guy. He's like, I just killed this guy thinking he was Jigsaw and he's another one of his victims because he has a fucking tape. Yeah. And so he listens to it and when he puts Zepp's tape into the recorder, all of a sudden, the body that's in the middle of the floor starts to move and get up. And it's like, Zep. You know, and it's saying all this stuff for Zep's tape. And it it ends, and this corpse all of a sudden is has now risen up to, like, its full stand after this whole long stents of him getting up from the floor and the music like pounding and oh, then yeah. blood. And, blood and he rips, he off, rips off the, the fake, fake head that he head. had on with like the brains yes. blown out and well, shit that was like Lecter, I was like what is going on It was insane So then And again the look of horror on Lee Winnell's face Adam when he sees that guy get up he sees it out of the corner of his eye and he slowly starts to look over, and I like I'm getting chills, like just thinking about it. He gets like because I'm just imagining myself in this situation. He sees this guy slowly get up, and like, dude, this is a ghost. This is a fucking zombie. Like, what the, the fuck time? is going on? And then he says, "The key to that the blah bathtub. blah blah the is key, in that bathtub, or whatever the fuck he says." Are in the bathtub. Holy and Adam shit! Drain the bathtub the minute he got out, within seconds of the first scene. Yes. Yep. And you were like, oh my god, and they shoot to that for a second, and you're like, oh, he's dead. He killed himself within seconds of even getting and up. And then guess what happens? What he happens? He saws off his fucking No, he didn't foot. saw off his he already, he already did that. Because Before at the end, after... No, Dr. Gordon no. did, not, not Adam. Dr. Oh, no, Gordon. yeah, Adam was fucked, but Gordon was gone. Gordon oh, she already said that, yeah. He fucking yes. sawed off his foot. MVP. But, so... Just the saying. the one thing about the end that's the epic ending is once the corp the so said um, John Kramer corpse gets up 
says he was in the bathtub. He goes to the frame of the door, the huge sliding door, and he goes, game over. And he just slams it down. And you're Shades like... Shades of Texas Chainsaw, wow. as we talked about. You just, yeah. It ends, and you're just like, wow! Yeah. Like, my, so my, like, I feel like my brain exploded shit. when I first saw that. I was blown away. You're I like, did not see that coming no. at all. What movie had ended like that? I know. It was one of the first to have a huge twist ending like that. That big. Yeah. What an awesome start to James Wan's career. Holy fuck. It's a great, great movie. Great, great. A great movie. Dare I say the best movie. Incredible. Incredible. Fantastic. Yes. Great relationship with this movie. Categories. Categories. Only a few, right? It's like a card game. Only a few tonight since we've talked about a lot of them already. Who would you have as a cast replacement? Nobody. Nobody. I don't care about the actors in this movie. They don't matter. I prefer the worst. The I feel like this movie is better off having people that you want to hate. People, no, most people like that. You like you have the couple like Carrie Yules is your star. Like he's a good actor, but I mean, while we're on Carrie Yules, I feel like he overacted a bit in this movie. He was a bit much. He was a bit, was a bit much. much, but those. Movie, I think that was who he was supposed to this be, movie, though. You I think could he have put did. Anybody in this movie, and it would have been good. Yeah, because it wasn't the acting; it was the it was the writing. script. Yeah. yeah, so I yeah. don't think it matters. For me, so I mean, I guess one of the inspirations for this podcast is a podcast I listen to on the Ringer Podcast Network, which is called the Rewatchables. And what they do is they talk about movies that are very rewatchable, all sorts of categories. And one of the categ- one of the categories that they do is the overacting award, and I feel like in this movie, Carrie Yules, Carrie Elways, however you pronounce his fucking name, he is so overacting in this. It's not. It's like it's he is just so fucking arm. dramatic. Yeah, it's, like, it's absolutely hilarious. His facial expressions alone are. Fantastic. Oh my god! It, well, there's the one shot of like his face when he's laying stretched out on the floor, chained. And, like, the cell phone is just out of his reach. And the look on his face is like, yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. Probably so who knows how to act in that situation. I mean, he's British, so of course he's overacting. He's probably like Benedict Cumberbatch or any oh. other guys. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. Phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so I think Carrie, Carrie Yules, Carrie Yules might have overacted in this movie a little bit. Yeah. But also, Shawnee Smith, who played, what's her name, with the reverse bear trap? What's her name? Amanda. Amanda. Was she in that she Ted Danson show? She sucks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what show you're talking it's about. Ted Danson show. I would trade. Oh, maybe it wasn't Ted. Danson. Tobin Bell for Jerry Stiller. <laughs> so if Jigsaw name? was Frank Costanza, that would actually be unbelievable. Yeah, that might be the best call you've yeah. ever made on this podcast. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. And tonight you're gonna hear about him and die. Who was she gonna replace with him? Jerry Stiller. She's gonna re- replace oh. Tobin Bell with Jerry with Stiller. Frank oh, with Frank Costanza. <laughs> well, I mean that would be something. Oh, Becker. That was a Ted Danson show. She was on Becker. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. She was All also right. in the block. Sorry. Where so, were we? So let's continue to MVP. I was thinking about a saw track. All right. MVP. Carrie Yules. Doctor Gordon. He's the MVP. Uh, he cuts his fucking own foot off uh-huh. to get out. Who else would be the MVP? The fucking psychopath? Yeah. Lying in the middle of the floor? Or the yeah. puppet? Yeah, he won. Ooh, the puppet? Is that so you're the MVP? No, yeah. I think it's Yules. He cuts his own foot off. The other guy is dying and just decided to drench himself in blood like a psychopath. 
He didn't do anything. Fuck that guy. I hate that guy. He's okay. The worst so you villain. say Dr. Gordon. Least of all villains ever, I hope that guy dies first. The guy that cuts his foot off is the MVP. Okay. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I say Jigsaw. Okay. Care to elaborate? Um, I think in the end he wins. As this he does. And that's, what kind of a fucking... That's the most basic... Oh, I think in the I'm end he wins. I mean, that's person. why he's yeah. the MVP. That's, I think he obviously yeah. wins. Yeah. He does, so why wouldn't he be uh, the, the MVP? MVP it's doesn't pretty always clear. make the playoffs. Mm, okay, let's, let's Trout, see what MVP. Mike says. Let's see what Mike says. So okay. for me personally, I take a lot of different factors into my MVP. And one I think about is what is the most lasting icon of this movie and also this franchise? Mm-hmm. And the lasting icon is Billy the Puppet. True. Uh, easily, 100%, hands down. Uh, I think... As I said, for me, the most lasting scene was when he comes rolling out in his tricycle after <laughs> Amanda gets that thing off her head and he comes out. It's just insane. And he's in every movie since. Yes. People he's think creepy. people he's think he is Jigsaw. It's yes, so like one error. Not a, right. His name is Billy. He's a puppet. Right. And he's a tool of Jigsaw. But like, for instance, the YouTube videos that we were talking about before earlier, Jigsaw is a roommate. Jigsaw is a co-worker. More than a tool. That's he not Jigsaw. Billy the puppet. Yeah. It's not, Billy the puppet. It's not, but he's not, he's not a real puppet. That's a demonic puppet. He's. I'm sorry. Jigsaw isn't always there moving him. So he's moving on his own at some points. So is he really a puppet or is he a demon? I don't know how Jigsaw does it. I mean, maybe, he maybe he's, he's like, he has some like robotic puppet. stuff to like. in the same room. He's dying. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, so I had I had uh, I had Billy the Puppet as my MVP, but I also have to give a shout out to Danny Glover. Danny Glover reminds me a lot yeah. of uh, reminds me a lot of Morgan Freeman in Seven, just so obsessed with catching this killer, and he ultimately gets killed, which sucks because that for me I was like when when uh, the other guy his partner gets his head blown off with a shotgun trap. Oh, I forgot his name. Yes. Um. Yeah, that sucked. I was really rooting for both of those both cops. They were both great. very relatable, good characters. Yeah. So, yeah. Any final thoughts? For me, for final thoughts, I mean, obviously, the fact that we're talking about this movie kind of states its significance, right? I feel like if it was a shitty movie, we wouldn't really be talking about it. But with that being said, I feel like we should this... should broaden our horizons, then. We should talk about some shit movies. Well, we should. We should. Shit movies? But... This isn't a shit movie. No, it's not a shit movie. Oh, I know that. I said we should talk about some said... shit movies. Not this movie. My point being, this movie kind of <laughs> launched a genre, which, while I'm not the biggest fan of it, I can respect it. And while I don't think this movie necessarily falls into that category... It's a classic. I mean, the ending. It's, totally. Yeah. It's the, totally a classic. Hundred percent. The first movie, as like, much as Scream was, like this is. It's next... possible to watch the first movie and separate it from all of the other sequels, which 100%. the majority of them are terrible. Uh, two is okay. Maybe three. They're good. What's yeah, the one with the ice blocks? Wa- we should watch all of them. We I should just know. go on a binge one day. But. Yeah, on a very hot just day, watch don't Saw. Don't worry about the sequels. Just watch the first Saw and experience it for what it is, which is a great movie with an awesome oh. fucking twist ending. The first Saw is the best, I will say, by far. Hands not even. Down. It's not even close. Not even close. The first Saw was the one I saw. Ooh, how about that? Saw was. Yes. <laughs> the first Saw was the one that I saw. Yes, hey, me too. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, and I, I think, you know... 
it, it's just it's so effective at what it does because it doesn't it shows you enough to keep you interested and keep you suspenseful but it doesn't show you enough to gross you out which the sequels do and that's what separates this movie for me personally so yeah this is a classic i mean it might not be one of my personal favorites which it isn't but i respect this movie and i think this movie is a classic and anyone that is a fan of horror movies should see it i mean if you have as andrew said right i mean if you haven't seen saw and you're listening to this podcast what the fuck are you really doing right where are you who yeah. are you go watch saw well and that's why you're listening to this that's why i got to drive the bus tonight because i love saw so much i know that's why i'm happy that we got to do it with you tonight because you know i know you've you've hosted before you did the phobias episode yes. but you've never done a movie episode before and this is why i was excited to have you do it because this is one of your favorites I that and scream it. we should yes. have you on scream too but that's okay hey i'll do another soon you will do Promise. another you will do another yeah, so we did the ring didn't we <clears throat> no we didn't do the we ring did not yet. do the ring that would be one of cats <gasps> Yeah. We've talked about the bring it up, so we gotta wait on that. <laughs> yeah, we gotta wait a little while. We gotta wait a little. You already had a choice. Oh, yeah. like I could just hours. talk the whole. I could talk five hours. Any <laughs> other Sorry. final thoughts about this movie, Cat? Since you hosted, I know you've been asking a lot of questions. Yeah. What are your final thoughts on this? Um, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean for serious right. though. No, like I, I, I love this movie when I was when it first came out, and I, I watched it a billion times. I got it on DVD. I feel like I used to fall asleep watching it because I liked it so much. It's a weird fucking thing, but I mean, yep. I, I thought it was a, a, it was one of my favorite horror movies, I guess. So I totally think that uh, it's worth a watch at least. At least the first one, but I like all the other ones too. I mean, if you like the first one enough, definitely definitely give the other ones a chance. <laughs> You're literally just I saying. Know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go and ahead. No, we're gonna play. That. No need to apologize. Right. You're doing an awesome job tonight. Bye. Well, if we have <laughs> no other thoughts, uh, so you can find Saw. It is currently on a couple of different streaming platforms: Amazon Prime and Hulu. If you have the Cinemax add-on. If you don't, you gotta buy it. Sorry. We're but on you have Cinemax? To. Well, you can buy Cinemax. Wait, wait, wait. Cinemax or Cinemax? Wait, we're Skinemax. not Cinemax? Not we. <laughs> <laughs> no, not no, we. No, my, the I'm show like, is on Cinemax. <laughs> no, I... No, no, the movie is on Cinemax, not the show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, Kat, we're so good that we're I'm on... Like, you didn't know that this was going to be aired on Cinemax. We are, are, we are the audio in Skinemax porno while people are watching it and jerking off when they're 12 years old. So 12-year-olds might hear us. white people talk about nothing? This is what happens when they have sex. What I'm saying is, if you happen to subscribe to Cinemax or Skinemax... You can watch this movie on Cinemax not, or on Hulu or Amazon podcast. Prime for no <laughs> for no cost. That's where you can watch <laughs> Saw. What are you talking That's about? That's where you can watch Saw right now. I thought ah. You can also pay podcast. for it. No, God, no. Oh, God Almighty said. Jesus said. Christ! Well, she said we were on Cinemax. I thought I was like, hey, we're on Cinemax. Oh, because they so famous. So famous. Nobody. No, I thought you were gonna say you can find us on all these social media platforms, including. Well, I'm about to say that it's it's like hurting. It's like hurting cats, people. It's like hurting cats. Well, with that being said, there's only one fucking cat. I'm just calling her out on it. I'm talking about felines, not Catherines. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. With that being said, 
Here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms. On Facebook, you can find us at America's Hometown Horror on Twitter, at Hometown Horror. Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. I don't think you need to talk about the Gmail account anymore because fucking nobody's emailing us. Because they're all a bunch of fucking pussies. Oh, is this is this like a is this like a reverse psychology effect? Yeah, you're pussies. trying to get people to like email us. Okay. Yeah. Well, email us, please. It might happen. So you can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you get your podcasts. My name is Mike. I'm with Kat, who did a fantastic job Thank hosting you. tonight. I'll sign us off. And also Andrew, sign I us off. Can guarantee that not one person. 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 <laughs> I guarantee that we're not one person. I can guarantee that not one person that has iHeartRadio has ever listened to us. Because people that listen to iHeartRadio oh are the bunch of fucking Karens. You're probably we're on iHeartRadio. Yeah, but they're not. No okay. one's listening to us. Mm. Bye. Are, Say goodbye to your stupid. guests, folks. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Bye. Fuck you, Woo, bye. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art Podcast Network. We have Retro Redoctopus, we have America's Hometown Horror, Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, and of course Art. So you can check those out wherever podcasts are found. Like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more listeners, and thanks for listening.